Welcome to the Freudian Slip, the Identity Theft Resource Center's podcast, where we talk about all things identity compromise, crime, and fraud, including the impact identity issues have on people and businesses. I'm James Lee, the COO of the ITRC. Today, we're focusing on what will certainly be one of the most unusual holiday shopping seasons, thanks to the dramatic shifts in online transactions prompted by the COVID-19 pandemic. By its very nature, online shopping means non-cash transactions using digital payment methods. Debit and credit cards are the most obvious, but there are also peer-to-peer payment apps, digital wallets, and now online versions of contactless payment like Apple Pay and Google Pay. While online retailers have seen sales grow steadily over the years, between 1% to 2%, according to the Department of Commerce, 2020 looks to be a watershed year. In just the first 10 days of the holiday shopping season, U.S. consumers spent $21.7 billion online. That's a 21% year-over-year increase, according to Adobe Analytics. There's no surprise as to why that is. The same Adobe Analytics report shows 63% of consumers are avoiding stores and buying more online, with health concerns due to the pandemic driving the decision for 81% of shoppers. There's a truism in cybercrime, just as there is in bank robbery. Thieves go where the money is, which means there are lots of opportunities for bad actors to take advantage of consumers and businesses during the shopping season. You may not know the name Synchrony, but the company is one of the leading financial services institutions that provides a variety of consumer and business services, primarily through partners. You may have one of their payment cards in your wallet right now or be a customer of one of their services. Gleb Resnick is the Chief Information Security Officer at Synchrony. So, Gleb, thanks for being here today. Thanks, James. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, your role now is so important, uh, you know, year-round, because cybersecurity and threats to persons' uh, individual data is, is, is constant. But this time of year, it seems like it's a little bit higher than usual. What What... What, what sort of general trends are you seeing so far this year in the holiday season? You know, I'd like to step back and really talk about, um, you know, the, the world that we live in, right? So the world is really evolved over the last eight months due to the pandemic. Um, a lot more online sales, a lot more digital e-commerce. Um, so a lot more going on online, right? Not as much going on where you're going into a store and swiping a credit card uh, or making a tra- transactions in person. So we're seeing a really big uptick in companies that traditionally not operated in this space. Uh, physical, you know, physical space predominantly is where they've been. They've focused more on online sales. And as a result, you know, unfortunately, our cyber criminals are very tuned into things like that. And so what, what we've seen is a really big shift towards cybercrime. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you it's sad, but it is true that crime is paying off. And what I mean by that is that we've seen a very interesting trend in the cybercrime world. We're seeing the revenue and we actually track it because I believe it's actually a very much like a business. We track the revenue that's generated through cybercrime. We're averaging about $1.6 billion in revenue, um, and that's annual. We're seeing the profit margin, meaning if I choose to commit a cybercrime, I need to invest in obviously tools and capabilities to do that. The return is close to 95%. So it's a pretty good margin for the investment that I'm making as a cybercriminal. 
Um, and so we're seeing kind of a lot of almost like a perfect storm. The revenue is growing. The, the profit margin is high. And unfortunately, a lot more people are willing to do this because macroeconomic reasons, right? So people lose their job and really they're, they're more willing and, and, and kind of susceptible to committing cybercrime. Gleb, what should businesses be doing in, in this particular time now to protect themselves? Because they're also the target of scams and phishing attacks and, you know, business email compromises is nearly a $2 billion a year uh, loss, according to the FBI. And then there's this new, newer, it's not new, but it's newer form of attack, ransomware. So what should businesses be doing right now? To your point, um, this is an ever-growing threat landscape, right? This is not a shrinking threat landscape. And as, again, going back kind of to the points I made earlier, as businesses, more and more businesses go online, they just become more of a target, right? So when you mention things like ransomware, ransomware has been, you know, no pun intended, has been running ransom uh, rants for our, for our environment meaning this year specifically, it's actually the number one threat in the entire uh, threat landscape. So it's really picked up. Now, why is it picked up? Well, because the bad actors know that if they uh, take down a business and that's the only way the business can operate, which is their, through their website, uh, they, they're essentially that's the only way out. So they'll pay the ransom. The way to defend against these things again, have not changed in many years. Um, they've really stayed constant. And that is some basic things like um, hygiene. So for example, when I say hygiene, I mean things like patching. So applying those annoying, you know, those annoying pop-ups that just kind of annoy you because they are just bugging you down and you just got to click next and I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week. Um, you know, bad actors know that this is how how they can get access to certain companies and certain websites and, and do bad things like ransomware. And then really what it comes down to, and I think Eva, you, you mentioned this perfect, um, use the resources out there. There are so many good resources. Um, and, you know, really reach out for that information. It's all out there uh, to really help secure your environment. So patching, passwords we talked about many times with multi-factor um, those are the basics but honestly as a bad actor i'm going to look for the easiest way in right and the easiest analogy i can give you here is <clears throat> if you have a house and you have you know doors and windows right you you close those windows and you lock those doors and if i'm a bad guy and i'm trying to break into that house i'm going to look for the easy target right so i see a window open i'm going to climb in see a door that's kind of not locked I'm going to try it, see if it's unlocked, go in. Uh, but I'm not going to try to do anything sophisticated because there's so many opportunities for me to do bad things. So make it harder for them to get in. Sort of wrapping up here, we're seeing all these changes um, in how we do business. Are these permanent? Are, we, are these going to be with us for a while or are they, are they just temporary? Are we going to go back to some sort of version of the old normal? Or are we living in the new normal now? Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is the new norm. I, I really don't see us um, kind of going back. Right? I, I do think this is just pure evolution. If you just look at evolution of everything as a human race, like just things are evolving and we evolve with them, right? And I think this is a great example of, of that. 
um, you know, and, and, and if we're speaking, you know, in two years from now, we're going to be talking about probably similar topics. They just will look and feel different, but in conceptually, they'll be the same. Um, and so, you know, for me, the key takeaway is continue to stay vigilant, continue to leverage the resources available to you. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to steal this from you, right? Call a friend, right? Like there's so many folks out there uh, that are that are dealing with this day in, day out uh, or have already dealt with it and, and kind of know what to do. Call them. They'll give you uh, they'll give you a lot of support. Gleb, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for listening. You can learn how to protect yourself from identity fraud, crimes, and compromises by visiting our website at idtheftcenter.org, where you can also read more about the latest data breach trends. If you think you are the victim of an identity crime or your identity has been compromised, you can call us, chat live online, send an email, or leave a voicemail for an expert advisor to get advice on how to respond. Just visit that website to get started.